0: Hi, welcome to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. This is the podcast for people who want to start and grow an online location independent business so they can live a life of freedom and choice on their own terms. Welcome to episode 30 of Your Business, Your Rules. And today we are talking about human design and how it can help you in your business. And I'm really excited to have Roz Isbell on the show with us today, who's a human design expert, to fill us in a little more as to what human design is about. Welcome, Roz. Hi, Kat. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So for everybody listening, the reason why I wanted to have Roz on the show today is because I'm all about the your business, your rules. I don't believe that there's one way of doing this. I think there's many different ways of approaching business as long as you are getting the fundamentals, the maths and the psychology right. So I discovered human design through ROS and it is something that has a very woo-woo background, but it's also something that has been proven over a large number of people. And my experience of having my chart read was Really profound and really helped me in my business. And I know from people who have had their charts read as well that it has had a similar effect. So I really wanted to have Roz on the show to tell us more about this system so that if this is something that you're interested in, you can hear a little bit more about it and then potentially explore it yourself. So, Roz, why don't you just explain a little bit about what human design is about so anyone that hasn't heard of it can understand a little better. Sure, Kat.
1: Human design is a system that's based on some esoteric sciences and quantum science and chaos theory, DNA, epigenetics, all sorts of things that we can put our hands on as well, which is kind of nice. And it has only been around for a relatively short time, around about 30 years, and it's really starting to gain some traction. It's been the last few years that I've been involved in it and I've seen it grow like crazy in that time. It talks about the fact that there are five different types of people. So all 7.5 billion people on planet Earth are one of these five types. Uh, There's the manifesto type which is only about 9% of the population. There's generators, and the generators make up about 36% of the population. Manifesting generators are about 31% of the population. I'm one of those. Projectors, which you are, cat, are about 23% of the population. And reflectors, they're very rare, and they're only about 1% of the population.
0: So how do people, like how do they get put into one of these categories essentially? How does that part work?
1: So what happens is we input your birth data, which is your birth date, the time of your birth and your place of birth, into some software and it spits out this chart and the chart tells us what type you are and it tells us so much more. And
0: what I found so interesting about this is even though it's based on stuff that I don't necessarily think that I believe in, maybe, like I know that it's to do with when you're born, so I'm putting that in my mind under astrology and there's all these different things that in my mind are a little bit are in the woo-woo basket. It's absolutely astounding how accurate it is. And this is why I wanted to bring Roz on to talk about it because it's so freeing somehow. And I think that's a really interesting part. So Roz, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I know that there were studies over thousands of people for this, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. It has actually been scientifically researched and there are papers that you can read on the efficacy of the system. And I think that's a really important thing to understand that it doesn't, really matter why it works it does to some people but for most of us it doesn't really matter why it works it just does and you know based on those few little pieces of information and it is important that it's accurate information you can't just put in the old birth time and expect to get an accurate chart but the information that comes out of it can really help you to navigate your life
0: absolutely so when I had my chart done when was this I think this was about a year ago it was really quite profound to hear all these different things about myself and the really big benefit that from doing a reading was almost like acceptance and permission to run my business my way So I'm a projector type which is like a form of guide and one thing that it says in the details about the projector type is that they should not work too many hours and I've always had like this element of guilt around the I do work relatively normal hours but I kind of feel like hey everyone else is working more than me like am I doing this wrong? Should I be doing more? So it gave me permission to just realize that that's just actually not possible for me because that's why I don't do it because I actually can't. And there were all kinds of other things that came out like for example the fact that I need a massive amount of structure around my life otherwise I can't function. And at first when Roz read this from my chart I was thinking that's not true like I'm really casual and then I realized no Pat you're not casual at all. (laughs) like if I don't do my morning ritual in order, I don't function well in the morning. If I don't have my planning on Mondays, I get freaked out until it's done, like all of these different things. And then I was able to get a reading done on my partner as well to understand what was going on for him and how he makes decisions, how he thinks about things. And there was so much detail in there. And so, yeah, it was just astounding that it really kind of made me realize like, This is my makeup and this is okay. I'd be really curious to hear if this is kind of a common experience from other people having their charts done or understanding their human design better.
1: Absolutely, Kat. What happens is when people have a reading, sometimes what happens to you happens to them and they think, "Mm, mm, no, maybe that's not so much me. And then they sit on it for a couple of days and it all starts to come back home to them. That is actually the truth of who they are. And the reason that this happens is because what the human design chart shows is who you were born to be without the conditioning. And we all know that we're subject to conditioning every single day. From the time that we're born, you know, from the moment we're in, you know, for most of us were in the hospital room after our mother has had us, we're subject to conditioning through our, from our parents, no matter how well-meaning they might be, because they in turn were conditioned by their parents and so on and so on. We're conditioned by the school system, by, by work, by marketing, television. We're conditioned all the time to believe that we should be a certain way, which doesn't necessarily relate to who we actually came here to be. So human design frees you up to understand exactly who who you were born to be. And it also, as you mentioned before, it explains how you best use your energy because out of those five types, three of those types really don't have a lot of physical energy available to them. Now, you know, that's a pretty interesting statistic to understand when you know how modern life works and what the expectations on people in the workforce are so of those three types the projectors the manifestors and the reflectors they make up 30 percent of humanity and 30 percent of humanity aren't designed to have a job they're not designed to work the nine to five yeah
0: so interesting And what I wanted to add as well, and maybe you're getting to this as well, Roz, is that it's not just that people are in five categories. Essentially, there's all of these different, in fact, this is the part where you should explain and I shouldn't, (laughs) 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 like centers and then gates and all of these different things. So it's an incredibly detailed thing to have done. And each of those made sense to me. Like when I heard like, so this means that and that means this. And I was like, okay, okay. Right, okay. Like it was just, it was so freeing. And it took a while to integrate as well and really kind of understand because, as you said, I feel like I should be capable of working more. And I feel like being flexible is cool. And I shouldn't be the person that has to like get up and run through a routine to be able to function as a human being, you know, and things like really kind of day to day things for me. So in my household, my partner his mode of efficiency in putting things away is to put them near the place where they'll be needed. So that that means that, you know, in my garden, there's a pile of car washing related items near the place where Adie prefers to park the car to wash them. And I'm just like, what is this pile of shit in the garden? You know, so I can't function because there's crap everywhere. Whereas he's (laughs) like, well... What do you mean? Because he can't see it because that's how he organizes his world. And all of this, like not down to the level of car washing details, but was in the chart. And I was like, okay, well, so this helped me in so many ways. It helped me in a relationship level. It helped me in my business. Me trying to make him a person that likes to be organized is never going to work.
1: That's exactly right. And I tell you, honestly, one of the, the greatest benefits that people talk about after having a human design reading, is understanding other people, understanding their partners, their kids, people they work with if they, if they know what type they are. It makes you aware of other people and the fact that the way that they are is not personal. They're not doing it to annoy you. They're doing it because that's actually who they are. And it is it is so incredibly freeing to just all of a sudden be accepting of someone's little foibles because you know that there's no point in in you trying to change them because that's actually who they are. It really does make you accept people more if you know who they are and it makes you accept yourself so much more. I know from a personal perspective there's a few little wonky parts in my chart and I call them wonky parts. I mean they are who I am and I can't change them. But now that I understand them and I understand what they mean and what they mean to the way that I operate, work with them and I can work with them to my advantage. And then when I feel them doing things, I think, oh well that's just, you know, my gate fifteen getting me out of being consistent. So it's very, very freeing to have the chart read and to understand it.
0: I agree. And what I wanted to talk about as well is how this is relevant to business. So I think it's relevant in terms of understanding how you operate. So this is obviously completely separate to the entrepreneurial design system that I released actually a couple of weeks ago. But my interest in it comes from the same place because it's about understanding who you are. And So I think it really helps in terms of how you operate your business, but it can also really help with your business idea. So to give you an idea of the level of detail, and I I also want to make really clear here. Yes, of course, Roz is a human design expert and she offers readings, but this podcast is not about selling you on a reading. You can have a free chart done. You can pay for readings if you want. You can look at your chart and look all the stuff up like this. This is available, right? Right. But to give you an idea of the level of detail that was in my chart, and if I had, had been able to get this earlier, it would have been amazing. So I have a particular gate, and I don't know if you remember which one this was, Ross, I don't remember the number. But this gate says that I am not about pure innovation. I'm about taking what has happened before and optimizing it to work better for people. My chart basically said that I am a guide helping other people. It's about not pure innovation but taking what's been done before and making it better which is exactly what I do it was like a description of my current work which makes me realize how much I am fortunately now in alignment with my chart although I wouldn't have always been so I think it's really interesting for people as well to do with business ideas like what should they be doing how can they harness know from themselves is true but also potentially look at the chart to find out what's true for themselves. Oh, absolutely, Pat.
1: And the, the chart actually shows you your life purpose. And that can be quite broad. What's your life purpose? It can be quite a broad, um, a broad couple of sentences, but we can actually narrow it down to a level of detail that's really helpful when trying to work out exactly what it is that you want to do and not only helping you to work out what type of business you should be in but how to go about that business, how to talk to people dependent on your type because each of the types have a different way of presenting themselves and a different way of talking to clients that will have them heard the best so there's there's so many aspects in the chart that can help you with your business. What I'd love to hear
0: as well is if you have any particular examples, so I've talked about my experience of it, but just kind of other people have had a reading or have looked into human design and understood their chart, and what that has meant for them, I'd be really curious to hear other people's experiences, and I think it would also be helpful. Not just to hear what my experience was, but what other people what benefit other people have had from this.
1: Sure. Well, to be, you know, quite general, and I'm thinking of one client in particular here, but this is not this has been said to me more than once. One of the types, which is the manifesting generator type, they need to be doing more than one thing at a time. You know how we're all told I'll just pick one thing and stick to it? That's actually not correct for a manifesting generator. So I say that to my manifesting generator clients and all of a sudden they go, it's a massive relief for them to realize that they're behaving the way that they're supposed to be behaving and that they are capable of doing more than one thing at a time. So I've had clients say to me, thank you so much for letting for giving me that permission you know for allowing me to go off and do as many things as i want to do that i feel that i need to be doing and it gives the manifesting generator permission to have several projects on the go and not feel like there's something wrong with them not feeling like they're not paying enough attention to things and The other, Another thing about the manifesting generator is that they make mistakes. Now, if you can imagine being in business, and it's probably not something you're very familiar with, Kat, because being a projector and all, it's not necessarily something that projectors do a lot of. But when you're a manifesting generator, speaking from experience, you make mistakes and you have to go back and fix them. And the reason that you make mistakes is because you're going so fast and you've got so many things going on, and that is correct. But you can see how human design gives you permission to realise that you're not broken, that there isn't something wrong with you. And there's been many, many projectors that I have worked with who have finally come to the realisation that it's not a competition to see who can work the most hours. And projectors are here to guide, manage and direct the rest of us. You know, in a perfect world, the projector would be sitting somewhere, having people come to them asking for advice and not really moving all day. Um, <laughs> Do I'll you be... get a good chair with that? That sounds good. <laughs> well, I say a projector should be sitting on a purple cushion in their at. People come up to them, but <laughs> that's not necessary. Um, just as long as they're sitting quietly, having their, uh, their client's bow at their feet and ask them questions. (laughs) It's actually not like that at all. (laughs) But um, I mean, that's the thing with projectors. They just know stuff, but they don't know about themselves. They know about other people, Kat. They don't know about themselves. So you can see that if somebody has this explained to them after many, many years of not understanding why, they don't know who they are, what a relief this can be, how much of an incredible relief this can be. And you know, all of the types have their little idiosyncrasies and just having it explained, the type explained to each individual can make so much difference. It really can. I can imagine.
0: And just touching back on what you spoke about there with the whole focus thing and having multiple projects, so... That's one of the things I see a lot in my clients, and I didn't realize that was part of the manifesting generator makeup, but I see that a lot in clients, and it's okay. Definitely this narrative about this is how success is done, and of course there are elements of truth to it. So of course it is helpful for people, potentially people who are not manifesting generators, to have focus on one thing but it's also possible to have a business that has a really broad focus so this is one of the things I do in my entrepreneurial design system is I look at how what is the level of focus that makes sense for this person because if basically what you're saying is if you forbid a person who needs multiple projects from having multiple projects they're just not going to be able to do it It because they don't work like that. So I think what all of this comes back to is understanding how you operate, how you function, like how you do well, and working with that instead of working against it. And I think if we're not the typical um, kind of A-type, how Western society views success, it can feel really challenging to take on advice and, and know what to do and do well. I know you've told me this before. What's the type that is this kind
1: of A-type, just do the work, smash through? So not necessarily A-type, but the only type that has the energy to actually initiate actions uh, is the manifestor. So that's only 9% of the population who are designed to actually just do it, to get an idea in their head and if it feels right to just go ahead and do it. The rest of us, the other 91% of the population, have to wait for something before they can take action.
0: I have to say I'm still learning about the human design system and I'm still understanding it. And I personally don't feel like I wait for much, but maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Who knows?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, it's it is it's a trick, you know. It's It does take a little bit of time to fully understand your strategy and to come into full alignment with it. But, you know, Kat, I think you do a pretty good job of it, actually. The projector needs to wait for invitations. And I think, you know, that's something that you're pretty good at doing and being invited into situations. So, uh, yeah, and and I just want to double back on that A-type. There's definitely places in the chart that can suggest that that might be part of your personality that aren't necessarily based around type for example the pure generator i'm not talking about the manifesting generator i'm talking about the pure generator they do things methodically generators are very methodical in the way that they get their work done they've got lots of energy to do it and it's kind of like slow and steady wins the race for the generator so you can see the difference between a pure generator and a manifesting generator who's going really fast and skipping steps and making mistakes and having to go back and fix them
0: all interesting stuff well thank you so much for sharing more about the human design system Roz so if you're listening and this is interesting for you definitely go out there and find out more about it so where can we find more
1: about you and your work with human design Roz? I have a website. It's www.findyournaturalgroove.com. One word: find your natural groove. And if you head over there and click on the Human Design tab, you'll see some drop downs. You can get a free chart done if you like. And if anyone who's listening to this podcast, when when if they decide to sign up and get a free chart from me. If they write that they have come from Your Business, Your Rules or from Cat then I will give them a couple of extra liner notes in their chart when I send it back to them. And if you want to find out more about human design, there's quite a bit of information on the website. Awesome. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I find that it's one of those things that once you found out so much, you're like, oh, I feel like finding out some more. And then how does that relate to other people? And then how am I interacting? And how can, yeah, it's- it's... It is a rabbit hole. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on, Roz. Thank you for sharing uh, your experience on this system. As I said in the beginning, so if you're listening to this and thinking like, this all sounds rather woo, like, is this really a thing? I'd, I'd encourage you, even if you're thinking that, to have a look at your chart anyway so I'm I'm on the woo side but I'm but you know there are things that make me go hmm and this was definitely one of them but then when I had a look into it a little bit more it was really really helpful for me so this is a something that's a little bit out of maybe our normal subject area on your business, your rules, but because it fits in so much with this idea of doing it your way, I really wanted to bring Roz on to talk about it. So thank you for listening and thank you for being here, Roz. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kat. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to your business, your rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. If you like this show, I'd love you to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, head over to my website at catleblanc.com. Until next time.